Greetings, this is Atmabuddha. Today is March 30th, 2022. The title of today's podcast is episode 78, Greatness is Humility. And before we get into the written portion, I just want to say that the title does sound like an oxymoron, like it contradicts itself because of the way that society has defined, or I should say, misdefined humility. People think that to be humble means that you must be lower than, that you must grovel, that it is almost like a somewhat pathetic state in that you are placing others above you in order for you to be humble. And that, that is a misidentification of what humility is. And it's fascinating. But let's go ahead and start reading. No mind can be a master. Mastery is experiencing the oneness of the ultimate all the time. It is a lifestyle. To even understand mastery is to understand it is not about being a master over others, but in seeing the greatness in everyone. It is a humble experience. Humility is not measured by heights or lows. In fact, the ultimate humility is a very elevated experience. The difference between humility and arrogance is that a humble person can regard himself or herself as great without seeing himself or herself as greater than the potential in everyone. Arrogance is when you see yourself as above people or better than them. So for example, if I say that I see greatness in myself, that does not mean that I do not see greatness in others. In fact, the greatest people are those who can, who see that greatness in everyone. So there's a lot to unpack here. But going back to the title, greatness is humility. What that means is that the experience of greatness, unrestrained, unlimited means that to only see the greatness in you is actually to limit yourself to not appreciate the truth of nature and what is unfolding around us all of the time when you go deeper in this life experience you realize that to be a human is a unique experience not to take anything away from animals, but being a human and having the ability to communicate and to read and to write and to rationalize and be able to discover the truth, to be able to philosophize. Animals cannot do those things. Now, they may be communicating on different levels, but one thing unique about humans is that we can perceive 
truth. We can experience truth. We can have a direct experience of these higher mystical, spiritual things. And it can be argued that, okay, maybe some animals can do that too. Maybe that's born with some of them, that it's an innate characteristic. I've heard of witches having familiars and cats being able to see things that humans cannot see. And I'm not taking away from any of that. But cats can only be cats. Dogs can only be dogs. When you are an animal, you're limited in that form. And I don't want to get distracted too much from our topic. But greatness is humility. What does that mean? That means that humans are unique as a species in that we can see greatness in everyone. We can see the greatness in nature and in animals. And we can see the greatness in the people that we come in contact with in our lives. So why is greatness humility? Because if you're not able to see the greatness in others, you yourself are less great. You become isolated. You be can become narcissistic. You can think that you are the only one in the universe that has your capabilities and your skills. And that would be a deception. It's only when we can see the greatness in others that we can't be expanded ourselves. And it's only when we see the greatness in others that we can inspire leadership in others. If you are in a managerial role or involved with leadership, you know what I'm talking about here. Good leaders don't lead by fear. They don't lead by domination. They don't lead by control and manipulation. They don't lead by putting negative pressure on people and having them do things or else. And there's a lot of so-called bosses that do those things. But the point here is that to be a great leader, you don't want minions. I mean, yeah, there's a place for minions, I suppose, in any organization. But ultimately, for your organization to be a superstar company, you need superstars. You don't just need one person. You need a team of superstars. And how do you get superstars? The way you attract superstars is you see the best in people. You bring out the best in people. You see their positive qualities. You see their, their inner potential and what they can do. And that is a form of humility. That's the truest form of humility is when you can see that greatness in others. And in so doing, you yourself become even greater. Well, let's, let's leave out become because on the deepest sense, you are already great. But when you are seeing the best in others, you are bringing out even more of that greatness that's inside of you.
that is why greatness, in fact, is humility. Because if you're not humble, how can you really call yourself great? If you can't see greatness in others, how great is that? That's not great at all. <laughs> That's making yourself small. That's making yourself an island. Whereas if you build these connections and these relationships with other people, they will respect you more and they will want to be a part of what you're doing even more if they feel inwardly validated, if they feel appreciated for the best of, of what they are. And conversely, if you are seeing the worst in people, you are bringing out the worst in them. And there's been studies on this and practical examples of managers who would see someone as always having a problem. And sure enough, that person meets the expectations of the person that is seeing the problems because you're not looking for what is good. You're looking for, for what is bad. And when you do that, the, that which is undesirable in people tend to manifest. And I just think that's very profound. And I just want to lead into the next segue because hum there's also another difference between humility and arrogance. And that is humility is an experience, whereas arrogance is a belief. And let me just explain what, what that means. That means if you are truly humble, not only are you seeing the greatness in others, but you are coming from an experience of experiencing that greatness. The experiencing that greatness that's in you, in other people, in your environment, in the world. You are almost like a child in a sense because you are looking at the world in a sense of awe that you can look up to people. And how can you look up to people? Well, when you're coming from your heart and you are looking up to somebody else, you're looking up from your heart to their mind. So that's an upward movement. And you can also look up to yourself. If you're coming from the heart and you are admiring your mind, you're actually looking up to your mind. And so that also is another aspect of humility is coming from the heart. Whereas arrogance, that's a belief. They're not really experiencing that they're better than other people because that's, n that's, that's an untruth. They believe that they're better than other people. So they formed this structure in their mind that places them higher than their environment. And that is the weakness of arrogance as well because it's a belief. And because you've created an island and you've basically created a fortress in your own mind, it acts as a wall, a barrier in the outside world. And so that just brings into the part two of today's podcast, which is freedom from belief. 
when you are in that continuous experience of being, there is no need to believe because direct inspiration negates the need to have any belief. If you are in the arms of your father, do you need to believe that your father exists? It is only by being in the realm of all possibilities that the limitations of physical reality can loosen their grip on you. And that concludes the second written portion and the final written portion of today's podcast. So let's go into that freedom from belief. Well, obviously this is a more advanced topic because there's an old saying, fake it until you make it. If you don't feel yourself as complete and you, and you find it difficult to stay in the moment, if your mind gets distracted by anxieties and worries about the future or the past, then that's going to take some time. So in the beginning stages of this yogic practice of this yogic philosophy, is again about being stubborn that you are complete and believing that you are complete. And eventually, the inspirations that you receive later, they outweigh any belief. And I may have discussed this er earlier, but stronger than thought is belief. But stronger than belief is inspiration. If you feel inspired that takes precedence over any belief that you may have. They say seeing is believing, but when you feel inspired, that's stronger than even seeing because you can disbelieve your own eyes, but you can't disbelieve your own inspiration. But how do you know that you feel inspired all the time, that you don't need beliefs anymore well it's very simple if you are coming from the ego you tend to be more easily triggered more easily offended but if you're coming from a place of continuous inspiration nothing external has the power to interrupt that bliss or to unsettle you in any way and that is what being in the moment, the never-ending continuous moment, is all about. Because what is the present but the gift that gives endlessly? So let's just summarize here. So we've concluded here that humility is an experience because it doesn't require any belief at all. It is a feeling, a feeling that you can carry with you all of the time and yet greatness is humility and so what does that mean well there's nothing greater than the absolute and where does the absolute live and and why is it that meditation brings you to the absolute and i hesitate to use the word meditation because i'm not talking about a visualization practice but in terms of, say, mantra meditation and pranayama, meditative practices that seek to quiet the mind, 
what is the purpose of these meditations? And I'll, I'll tell you, it's very, very simple. It's to get present. It's to focus your attention on the present because what's happening right now, your breath is happening right now. Your thoughts are happening right now. What's, what is a mantra meditation? That's when you are recite, reciting mentally or verbally some sort of mantra, whether it be for Hare Krishna or Shiva or Krishna. The reason they have mantras is to kind of tie up the mind and focus it on something to the exclusion of all other thoughts. And by doing that, it brings you to a point of bliss. And why is that? Because your mind is forced or compelled or gently compelled to be silent. And it's through that silence in the moment that you can experience the absolute, that you can experience your heart, that you can experience bliss and all these wonderful experiences. And so greatness What's the most great thing in, in, in the whole universe? The absolute. Where does the absolute live? The present. So when you are being humble, where are you? You are in the present. And it's only when you're in the present, in the moment, that you can truly recognize those people outside of you and to see their greatness as we talked about with namaste, it means the divine in me recognizes the divine in you. So obviously, everybody knows the divine is great. You can't get greater than that. So you recognize by saying namaste that, hey, there is greatness in me. But does that make me humble? No. Why no? Because I'm seeing the same greatness in you and in you and in everyone because the absolute, the divine, whatever name you want to call it, the ultimate is so amazing that there are sparks of this unlimitedness, this infinity in every single human. And they could also be in the animals as, I mean, obviously, I mean, the absolute is in all the animals, but the difference between humans and the animals is that we can discover that on our own. Whereas animals, they've got things innate, they don't need to work for it. Humans, we need to work for it. It's just the way the game is rigged. We are born into our bodies. We lose memory of what this is all about Nobody's handing us an instruction manual on how to do this when we are raised and have to grow up through, through society. But the point here is that greatness is humility because anything less than humility, you are less great. Because humility is an expansion of greatness. It's saying that this greatness that's in you is so amazing it's also in everyone else. This is Amaboda signing off. Until next time, peace. And remember, divinity.com and social media, and feel free to comment. Bye-bye.